Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing week so far. Jack and I are so excited to be here in studio wearing our new merch collection, which drops tomorrow. I am wearing the set in teal. I'm wearing an extra large. This one has pockets. It's everything of the sort. Yesterday, I also wore black and extra large. Yes, yesterday I wore the teal size medium in both. And once again, I think I could have stood to size down in the pants, which is always a great feeling. Can't relate. Today, I am wearing the pink sweater, which I don't think you guys have seen yet. Size medium. I styled it like with a little collared shirt underneath. Okay, so I have this one collared shirt and it's actually a dress. And so every time I wear it under my sweatshirt, I have to like bunch it up under the sweatshirt and it gives me so much extra material. Material and extra lookingness mm-hmm. and today I just like couldn't deal with it with looking like so extra and I got out my scissors and I cut the oh! shirt I literally cut the shirt up to good my and so now I just have this perfect little because you probably mostly wear it only as a collar never worn it as a dress it right. went to my knees when I would right. wear a skirt it would come out the bottom lol so I took matters into my own hands I cut the shirt also last week I promised you guys that I would start showing some leg and I delivered oh my god the legs are here they're very sexy and tan. Tan locks? I used tan locks on Saturday night and it's carried me through even though I've showered and bathed like six times since then. I think I have a nice little glow about me. I've decided to treat myself um, later this week and get myself a spray tan. If you want to do like two for one, it's a better price. Like if you want to Oh my God, that would be so amazing. But I'm going on the retreat and I, I would oh, just right. sweat it all and off. And you got to be natural. Oh, naturally at the retreat. Yes, except I am going to get my eyebrows dyed for the retreat. You so need I don't to be a naturally galley. To, so I don't have, so, oh my God, in two treats from the I'll be like, I dyed my eyebrows. I dyed my hair. (laughs) Um, Also dropping in this merch collection, we have our mugs, if you want to take a look on here. And then also we have phone cases in three different colors and every variety possible for your phone. So don't worry about the size. We carry all sizes because we are size inclusive. inclusive. We love to see it. We also have a teal phone case. This, This collection is just... Like, my favorite ever. We are 100%, 100%. We are 100%. And the vibes are so plainy. They're going to take you right into spring. And I'm just so excited that it's out. We actually pushed it up a little bit because we had, like, we couldn't. Yes, it was supposed to be, like, literally in a month. We couldn't stand to wait any longer. So I hope you guys are as excited as we are. Drops tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., shopmorningtoast.com. Also, we have a hat that is just, like, going to change everything I wore it all day yesterday. It's so cool. I wore it the other day, and someone was like, you look like a celebrity. And I was like, oh, my Dad God. Dad hats are like, oh, I'm so famous, like, incognito. Don't like, please don't me. look at me. Paparazzi, stop. Like, I can't. No, I'm not dating Johnny Depp. Like, maybe we are, you know? <laughs> um, yes. 
I'm having a really hard time focusing. I know. There's something that you want to get off your chest. No, there is. And like, I really like don't even want to talk about it. But like, it's it's eating me up inside. And like. And so I think you should talk about it. I hate to even like, and I know people are gonna think I'm kidding. Like, I'm dead fucking serious. Like, I hate to even like bring up like some of the dark times. But like, it's bothering me so much. That, like, I just, I need to talk about it. Okay, please talk about it. And take us from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're new here. or If you've been along for the crazy journey that's been the last three years. But everyone knows like, and I talked about it at the end of our episode of 2020 like some of my biggest regrets for the year 2020 and I always stand by like one of my biggest regrets was like that incredibly stupid thing I said about One Tree Hill and like Mm -hmm. before I even dive into it I just need to make it known like I do not stand by that statement it was one of the worst things I ever typed and I can't believe like I'm I'm so I'm so disappointed in myself like I just want to say that first and it's probably like one of those things that like haunts me the most like when I think about like why was I even thinking that way and of course I was talking about a tv show but like I I just didn't like what I said and basically What I had said was there was a character named Peyton who like had a 24 hour camera in her bedroom and then ended up with a stalker. And my Instagram story was like just like victim blaming like, well, of course, like she of course, like this guy got into her house. Like, why did she have a camera? Idiot. Like I was just being insane. Like it was a terrible thing to say. And now I never even finished watching Winter Hill, even though I liked it so much because like the trauma that I had to deal with, like I'm dead serious. Like I can't when people talk about it, like I literally shudder like I, I can't. So. Of course, like I got unbelievably canceled when I did that Instagram story. Like I apologized immediately. And like I really understood why I said why what I said was wrong. Um, But like BuzzFeed wrote it up. It became this huge thing. Like and people were rightfully like very upset with me, like pitchforks. They were coming for me. And I've kind of like made peace with. No, I've not made peace, but I've really forgotten about it. Like I, I push it out of my memory. But this morning, somebody sent me something that like shook my fucking me to my core and I didn't even want to talk about it but like I just I feel like I need to so if you if I may please BuzzFeed yeah wrote an article one hour ago titled 26 wild things I forgot actually happened in the one tree hill pilot Hmm. number 26 number 26 okay one final note trigger warning sexual sexual assault Why was Peyton allowed to have a webcam that just recorded her in her room 24-7 for the whole world to see? The poor girl had practically no supervision. No wonder Derek showed up so easily in season four. Which is more or less what I said. Mine was like a little harsher. I don't know why I had to call her like an idiot because I'm an animal. but, (laughs) But literally like the same concept. Yes. And I'm just like... And people, like, were really upset with me. And rightfully so because, like, I have such a big platform. And, like, I was saying something so offensive. Yeah. But now they what's need a, to... They what's need a bigger platform than BuzzFeed? And let's be real. My platform has been, like, dying in relevancy for the last 10 years. Like, we all fucking know that. Like, this is an actual, like, influential news outlet platform. And I just... Like, not that I'm pro-cancel culture, but, like, I where's that energy? They need to channel that same energy towards BuzzFeed today. Yeah, it just, like, bothered me so much. Like, it's literally oh, almost verbatim what I said. Yeah. Mine was, again, like, harsher. But... It just, I couldn't believe but it. But it's like, also the irony. It's not just like any publication. It said pretty much the same thing that they canceled you for. But like. It's the Buzzfeed, publication that wrote up what I did. Right. So it was just like bothering me so much. And like this is literally what I wrote in my book. Available on Amazon. Girl with no job. The crazy beautiful life of an Instagram thirst monster. In case this goes viral. You know. Um, merch drops tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash the morning toast. Um, no, no, no. Like literally what I wrote in my book, it's like cancellations aren't one size fits all. Like people get away with things and then other people don't. And it's yeah. like, where's the energy? Where where's the, the energy? energy? 
where is the consistent energy? We so need consistency. I really just wanted to bring that up. I'm really sorry. Like if it's tr like it's triggering me to talk about it and I'm sure it's triggering to other people because that was like such a dark time for our community. Just the hypocrisy. Like you just got to call it out. I just, I, it, you know me, like I cannot let anything go. And like I hold on to grudges <laughs> for so long. Like this, I just couldn't let go. And I'm sorry to even like, you know, yuck our yums on today's beautiful Tuesday morning show. But I just, I felt as though like I really needed to bring that up. Like where's the energy? Yeah, well, We'll, we'll see. We'll look out for it. It was only published two hours ago. Okay. So you feel better? You got that off your chest? I do. Okay. Now I'm, I'm like, should I have even said anything? But I feel fine. Yeah. No, you're just stating the facts. I'm, I'm just stating how I feel. I'm like, this is literally my podcast. If you don't like it, you can leave. <laughs> yeah, where we talk about how we feel. Yeah. No, it's literally called The Morning Feeling. And this is how I feel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you got that off your chest. Now we can move forward with this beautiful Tuesday, which is a fabulous, wonderful day for sure. But a few things are missing. What? Theo. Theo. He's at the spa. Two days of work. Yesterday skipped. it rained and today's at, he's at the spa. Like, sorry, Theo's literally so fucking busy yeah. and booked. Speaking of the spa, Bruno is also going to the spa today and he's just like so excited. But this morning, so he comes into bed with me. I actually have been switching up my morning routine. I told you I was going to do it and I've been doing it and things have been different for me. Ooh. So usually I set my alarm like 30 minutes before I need to get up. And I, I think that it takes me 30 minutes to wake up and yeah. snooze. But then I realized that on the weekends I wake oh, up yeah, you told me this. around like pretty much at the exact same time that I need to get up for work. So mm -hmm. I'm like, what if I just didn't set an alarm? Maybe I would wake up on my own. Right. So now I've started setting my alarm for the absolute last time I can get out of bed. Right. The and, latest possible. And I've been waking up at before? the before at the 30 minute time. So, so I must have been having my alarm set go off like five minutes before early. my REM cycle ended and I was waking up so tired. So it's been amazing. I get these 30 minute extra minutes in bed. And you're living technically like alarm free living. I'm technically living alarm free living. I get 30 extra minutes in bed with Bruno because that's when he comes back from his morning business. This morning he was chewing, chewing, chewing for 30 minutes. I just assumed it was a bully stick. Yeah. By the time I woke up. Wait, let me guess. Like a makeup brush? No. Worse. It was like my Blistex chapstick my medicated lip ointment so he got into the lip ointment he must have decided like he didn't, he didn't like, the, like taste the taste because it literally tastes like you know icy hot yeah lidocaine he was chewing the cap like down to a pulp he was chewing for 25 30 minutes wow so i was like really worried about yeah. him all morning just like looking at him like are you okay luckily i googled it and someone else had the exact same experience he was eating my aquaphor and visine which is really bad and he was totally fine and so yes he might have um diarrhea or vomiting later today but i was just like, exciting for looking you. at him all morning like are you okay no literally talks are so crazy they're so crazy and so just my thoughts are with brew this morning i hope when i get home like he's still okay godspeed to brew we are all thinking of him but it also wasn't the first time he got into this particular chapstick the last time he didn't get 30 minutes with it he maybe got like five so oh my god he's like a young boy who's getting into his mom's makeup right, like it's so, so cute he built up his tolerance for the uh, appointment a few months ago so i think that this time he'll be okay maybe he gets like high off the lidocaine and he's just like looking for a fix I think that he's just looking for a fix, period. Yeah. Um, I actually spent the evening catching up on, like, TV I literally haven't watched in so long. So I caught up. I still have, like, eight more episodes of Blue Bloods. And it's just, like, such a feel-good show. I just absolutely love it. And I also caught up on RuPaul's Drag Race, which now... I saw your story. How did the polls go? I voted. Oh, for who? I voted for Gottmik, and then I voted for Rosé. Why? Just because of what I said? Ba no, just like based on your recaps. Yeah. That's where I saw it going. Well, I've just like been having a really hard time with this contestant, Rosé, because like when they gave their... Nobody went home this week, so two weeks is the finale, so they just kind of like did a wrap-up episode, and Rue and the judges were just like saying something nice to everyone. And what they said about Rosé was basically like, you've just been so professional this whole season, and like you're, you come hard to work, you memorize your lines, and... 
I, I couldn't figure out like what it is about Rosé that like just doesn't make her a winner. And I was talking to Kristen, um, our friend Kristen, because she actually watches Repulse Drag Race, and she was just like, Rosé has no spark. Like, and that's exactly what it's it is. It's the X factor. It's the X factor. Like, but she's easily the most talented in comedy, in dancing, in singing, in acting, in, in everything, except her makeup, like, kind of sucks, from the other girls. So it's like, what is it? Like, why is she, like, so obviously not the winner when she's, like, better than everyone? And Kristen, like, nailed it. Like, she has no spark. Like, there's nothing, it's like... It's that je ne sais quoi. It's that joie de vivre. Like, there's no joie de vivre there. So now, based on my polls, people are pretty much saying they think there's, like, going to be two winners. One time at All no. Stars, there was two winners. But the it's not... Famously, it's not RuPaul's best friends race. It's RuPaul's drag race. And there's one winner. I think that there should be one winner. I'll be disappointed if there's two winners. But based on like what you've said, I just don't see it going that way. No, I really, um, I think it's going to be Gottmik. Based on this last episode, like Ru, I was literally hysterically crying. The last episode before Who the finale. Who was Ru talking to in that? Gottmik. Okay. Because Gottmik is trans. And I believe that Gottmik is one of the first trans contestants. I know there was a trans contestant who came out at a reunion. But... I do believe Gottmik is the first contestant to go through the entire um, show as an openly trans person. And tr- Gottmik is just like really like, like, and this is what Rue said, like setting the roadmap for trans kids who like just don't see themselves represented in modern like television. And Rue just got like all choked up because the, the last episode before the finale is always really emotional. They like talk to their younger selves. It's like really sweet. And Gottmix was just like so emotional. Like I was literally hysterically crying. And like so was Rue. And like Rue does not cry. And like Rue doesn't even like talk. Like he's just like so serious. And it was really like a beautiful moment. And that's why I really feel like Gottmix deserves to win one, just like based on her work thus far. But also Gottmix deserves to win because of, like, the message that it sends, you mm-hmm. know? So uh, my money's on Gottmik, even though everyone's, like, really pulling for Simone, and I've just, like, really kind of fell off the Simone bandwagon in the last few weeks. We've heard about it. So we'll see. The finale's now for two weeks, and there's rumors that they are going to do the... There's rumors? There's rumors that they're, uh, they are going to do the live finale. They always do it live at a... a Ballroom? At a ballroom. Actually, it's at the Ace Theater Hotel where I actually performed in LA. And there are rumors swirling. People have, like, you know, putting some, like, Easter eggs together from different queens from different seasons that have been in LA. Like, they think in two weeks. Like, obviously not with an audience, but they think we might have a... Uh... I think that I think that you could as well. I think that you could, too. And you should. And you should. Because it sounds like it's been a great season. It's actually and been... they deserve a great finale. It's been, I think, one of the best seasons, like, in so long. Like, I feel like I really can't decide. If any one of the Final Four won, like, even Candy Muse, like... I would be so happy. So it's really like been such a good season and may the best drag queen win. Love it. Well, that's exciting that you watch some good TV. I did not turn my TV on last night. I finally finished this book that I had been reading. I saw on your Instagram. It's a really, really crazy true story. And it's like about this woman who you probably have never heard of, though she was at like all of the big events like in Napoleon's life. And then her and her husband went on to be the king of king and queen of Sweden which was just like kind of random Mm -hmm. they were like literally French people and then some Swedish aristocrats officials were like we want you to be the king and queen you have a good relationship with Napoleon I wish someone would just like say that to me like I would love (laughs) you to be the king and queen of my land a hundred percent but then when you like that's the best part about these um history books or shows it's like when you get to the end when it's like the the text on screen where it tells you like what wound up happening and the fact that these two who were like this sort of random king and queen of Sweden 
still have descendants on the throne today. Right. And it's just an amazing story called The Queen's Fortune. And I recommend it to those who are into historical fiction. It definitely lagged at times, but I'm so glad that I know the story, one which I would have never heard. Then I also started a new book because I still didn't want to turn on my TV because it was like 10 o'clock. And I actually think it's a book that you might like. You know, I was hoping that you would like it and then recommend it to me because I just can't choose my own books. Like... I just like to be recommended by someone. So far, you would like it, but it definitely has like a spooky weirdness to it. And I don't know what that's going to be yet. I'm reading The Hunting Wives by Mae Cobb. Which Ooh, a spooky weirdness. It also hasn't come out yet, but it was a book of the month book. So if you do book um, of the month, you you could have selected it, but it comes out like next week. Cool. I just got like an advance. Thank you, oh my god, she's such a book influencer. NetGalley. Dead. Oh my god, NetGalley. Like when my Even book I do NetGalley a lot because um I have a profile and, and so I request books. And you sometimes. are like an influential person in the literary space. A hundred percent. Sometimes I get the books that I want, sometimes I get denied. No hard feelings. Uh, but then it's like I don't want to read it yet because it's not in the conversation. Yeah, no, you can't talk to literally anyone about it. So I literally don't even read them until they come out when it's so like. So NetGalley is like a platform where people can sign up to get like advanced copies of certain books. Yes. And part of the publishing process is like you actually are supposed to give out a few copies to random people. Um, and so I remember I got like a message from someone like I just read your book and I like was freaking out. I'm like. I call my publisher. I'm like, someone got my book. And she was like, it's totally fine. It's NetGalley. And some of the reviews from NetGalley were really mean. <laughs> oh, I mean, but it's like also, that's not your target It's not my demo. Audience. Yeah. So, no, NetGalley's uh, pretty cool. And I'm reading a NetGalley book. You don't listen to NetGalley. I'm a NetGalley girly. You're a NetGalley girly. Girlwithmojob.com slash book. Love to see it. Patreon.com slash morning toast and shop morningtoast.com. And uh, Instagram.com forward slash pups with no job forward slash Jackie O problems forward slash boy with no job. There was a rebrand. Oh my God. There's been a rebrand. I totally forgot. How was that going, by the way? Sensational. I've never looked back. I've never thought twice That's about the it. Best. I feel so fucking good about it. I wish I did it sooner. That is the best. Like making hasty decisions and like l- feeling so confident in them. I'm so happy yeah. for you. No, I, I smile every time I remember oh, that there's been a rebrand. Delightful. Mm-hmm. Well, without further, further ado. ado, do, 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 do? Well, He's not here, but... It's fucking sad. And his absence is felt. But without further ado to do to do, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Noom. Think about everything you've ever learned about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory information out there, and things like the old-fashioned food pyramid aren't much help. Enter Noom. Why Noom? Because it's not about what you just ate, but about how you eat in general. Noom will teach you about eating, cravings, and how to build new habits so you can ditch your misconceptions and get smart about food and the choices you make. Noom is based in psychology, so Noom will teach you how to eat so you can accomplish your personal health goals and stick with them long term. Because you don't need rules to lose weight, you need knowledge. So Noom is, uh, has a cognitive behavioral approach, which means you're not just losing weight, but you're building the habits you need to keep it off. And Jackie has been... Like, I don't know. It's been like almost a year now since you started using Noom. More than a year, I think. And tell us a little bit about your journey. Oh, I love Noom. It's like, it's the accountability coach that we all need. And not only do they have people that you can talk to if you want to get like advice or just like nutritional educational information, they also have a database of food where you plug in what you've eaten. And it's like one of the most accurate in the world. Yeah. And extensive. Like they have all these random foods that I eat that like you would think that they don't have. And it helps you track your calories and also like track how much fat, carbs, protein, macros. And it's a wonderful platform if you are looking to make a change in your life. It's a fabulous place to start. It's really the only place to start. Right. And I 
I've loved my life with Noom. Noom is forgiving because you're human, so if you go off track, you can just get back on track tomorrow, and they don't demand much of your time, only 10 minutes a day. There's a science to getting healthier, and it's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash toast. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash toast. Again, that's Noom, dot com slash toast, N-O-O-M. Okay, let's get into the news. First up, a little vaccine news. The U.S. will temporarily halt the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. This is um, no bueno. This is crazy. I know, I'm like quaking for everyone who got Johnson & Johnson already. Federal health agencies will temporarily stop using Johnson & Johnson's one-dose vaccine after six women developed blood clots, including one who died, according (gasps) to officials and a new report Tuesday. The FDA announced the pause saying there have been a half a dozen reports of rare and severe type of blood clot in patients who received the vaccine. The clots were observed along with reduced platelet counts making the usual treatment for blood clots, the blood thinner heparin, potentially dangerous. Right now, these adverse events appear to be extremely rare, Um, the CDC tweeted. Those affected were six women between the ages of 18 and 48 who developed the clots. That's like legit us. That's our audience, which is why I felt it was important to share the story. They're saying that people who receive the J&J vaccine who are experiencing severe headache, abdominal pain, leg pain, or shortness of breath within three weeks of receiving the jab are advised to contact their health care provider. The feds hope the pause will serve as a strong signal to states to do the same. So I guess it's up to each state to decide if they want to continue with it. But the, the but it, federal... it could also be up to people. Like you can choose to get the, the Johnson yes. & Johnson one. And I think for the most part, like the general consensus has been like Moderna and Pfizer are like better than Johnson & Johnson well, in it, terms of the efficacy. Yes, but also in terms of the technology used to create the vaccine. So the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is like the old model of vaccination, whereas Moderna and Pfizer are like the new tech. Well, it's new technology that's been around for that they've been studying for a while it's this mrna oh Um, so that's maybe that's why it's called moderna because it's modern a mrna modern rna oh maybe um like honestly johnson and johnson like makes shampoo and so you think they should stick to it no i'm just saying like when it comes to choosing which vaccine someone should get like i'm always inclined to go with the company that makes medicine versus the one that makes baby shampoo johnson and johnson is a major pharmaceutical company oh is it yes whatever not not to me they ain't whatever happened to astrazeneca well, AstraZeneca was never really available in the U.S., but it was available abroad in Europe, and they also paused for a while. I just want to say, countries. like, if you work in big pharma, like, your margin for error, like, really can't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, although, yes, it is only six people, one person fucking died, and this is just, like, unacceptable in my eyes. Yeah. And, like, okay, so the vaccine took so fucking long. Like, we were literally all quarantined for a year because FDA had to approve it and had to be perfect. And, like, literally, we're having these problems? Yes. So what was the whole year we fucking waited for? But just so you know, in terms of vaccines development, it didn't take so fucking long. Uh, in it terms of me shorter- sitting on my ass in my house, like, not able to see the light of day, it took a long time. Yes, I, I hear you. I I'm understand. just saying, like, for me. For you, but not for me. No. But so, yes, you're right. Very smart to report on this story. So if you uh, haven't gotten vaccinated yet, I would maybe go for Moderna or Pfizer. Well, you might not have a choice. And also, if you have gotten J&J, just keep your, keep, listen to your body. Listen to your body and uh, talk to a doctor today. If you're experiencing those symptoms that we mentioned. Yes. Are you ready for our next story? Sure. That just came out right after we wrapped yesterday's episode, oh. which is to show you that we had not seen the trailer when it dropped at 11.30 a.m. yesterday when we start recording at 10.30 a.m. when we 
opened our episode talking about Two Truths and a Lie, and The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer opened talking about Two Truths and a Lie. It was just a mere coincidence and kind of like a telepathic moment between a couple of, you know, coastal icons. Yes, and it's one of those things where it's like coincidences, like my coincidence list. Yes, oh, like Hurricane Harvey at the same time as Harvey Weinstein, the Jimmy two, Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. The two Snow Whites. <laughs> the two Cinderella's at yes. the same time. Yes. And the now, two Steve Jobs movies. Yes, exactly. And now two truths and a lie. Literally. So the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 11 trailer is more dramatic than we ever expected, reports E! News. And honestly, I totally agree. Agreed. Agreed. The jaw-dropping season 11 first trailer of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just released footage to E! News, and it puts the veterans, Kaya, Lisa Rinna, Erica Jane, Dory, Kemsley, Garcelle, and Sutton, who is an official housewife now, back in the spotlight and their baggage, too. The new season also welcomes new housewife, Crystal Kung Minkoff, plus Kathy Hilton, who will serve as a friend of the ladies. In the trailer, Erica is grilled by her co-stars about her divorce from her estranged husband, Tom Girardi, and his ongoing legal woes. Okay, they did not hold back. No, there was, they literally went to Turning Stone Casino because they did not leave one stone unturned. It seems like everything we've been wondering, like, are they going to address? They do address. Like, of course, the Tom Girardi of it all, not only does it look like they address it, it looks like it's like a major topic of conversation for the entire season. Yes. We were curious if like the Amelia Hamlin, uh, Scott Disick of it all would be addressed, and it was. Scott's literally, I mean... Kyle Richards is literally saying, like, he's too old for her and he has three kids. I know, but she said it, like, with a smile and a laugh, which makes me feel like they're not, like, taking actually it seriously. taking it seriously and no one's, they're actually happy. No, Lisa about it, Rinna's also, like, in heaven. Lisa Rinna's in heaven. Kyle is best friends with, with Chris. Chris. Like, she would never talk poorly about Scott, nor should she. And I just, I don't want to hear about Scott and Amelia if it's in any sort of, like, celebratory way. Yes. I completely agree. We got um, Crystal and Kathy Hilton, who both look like they're bringing... A lot. Different but important energies. Crystal looks like she's bringing a lot of drama, like literally telling Sutton that she's jealous of her and that she's a miserable, obnoxious person. Hilarious. Kathy looks like she's bringing a lot of wealth because they're like building this home that's $53 million. And that got us talking about Kathy Hilton's finances. Like, of course, she's a wealthy woman, but um, I don't know if she's like $53 million house in LA wealthy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out. We also were thinking like maybe she's a realtor Real estate, yeah. and she's just like showing a home or something and they're yeah. just like looking at this big ass home. Obviously, I feel like that's it. Yeah, I feel... I feel like that's possible, but I do think she'll bring so much to the show. Elegance, wealth, celebrity. Before I saw the trailer, I wasn't like so excited about her joining. I didn't really feel one way or the other, but after the trailer, I'm like, oh, she's going to be a great addition. It does look like Sutton Schracht is getting walked all over in the trailer, and I already feel so badly for her. Because she has like a really interesting personality where she like says wild outlandish things and like is kind of like bitchy, which we love, but she doesn't have like a strong backbone to defend those she, actions. She's just like extremely sensitive. Yeah. So I, I felt bad for her when literally Erica talks to her like this shit Shut on her shoe. Shut the fuck up. That's literally what she said. But I also, I mean, I'll Or wait, what? I'll wait to see how it all plays out. But based on what I saw in the trailer. Yeah, me too. I just feel like I might be a turning stone as well. And on I Erica. turn. You know, we have to see what she says. Because at the end of the day, like the allegations against her and Tom are like really fucking serious. Like taking... Um, settlement money away from like orphans and, and widows. widows who like that's what Dorit said like who really need it so it's like actually really serious and so I hope they dive into it more than just like oh I can't talk about this legal ongoing ongoing legal situation I, I, I hate that I feel like it's gonna be so much of that and it's also maybe gonna set the tone for how they handle Jen Shaw even though this is Tom's crime right versus Jen Shaw's crime which is so different it is different but again these are both crimes in which they're taking advantage of 
some of the most vulnerable people in our society. Well, another thing I noticed about the trailer was like a huge absence of Garcelle. Um, And I was even wondering like when she got the job at The Real, like if she was going to be able to do both because you film Beverly Hills every day, you film The Real every day. Like it's just a lot for one person. And it does feel like she's kind of slipping through the narrative a little bit because she wasn't even like a part of like any major like fights in the trailer. Yeah. No, which just a trailer, but... Yeah, maybe, like, she's not part of the big fights. Right. It also felt like Lisa Rinna wasn't a big part of That's it, true. too. But maybe it's just, like, the trailer. There's also just a lot of them now, because technically we have three new housewives this season. Kathy, Crystal, and... Sutton. Sutton, because last year Sutton wasn't a full-time... So it's just, like, a lot of women, which is good. Yeah. Because sometimes there are some seasons of certain shows where, like, there's literally four of them standing holding the apple, and it's, like, so pathetic. Yeah. No, it looks really, really good. When does it premiere, did it say? Oh, I don't know. Huh. I I'm very that. excited. Like Wednesday, May 19th. That isn't so long. Oh even my God. Though, like, like, what's the point in even giving us the trailer? Soon it will be May 19th, but that just feels like it's in so long. I've just got to get my usual wines ordered so that I can watch the Beverly Hills tra- uh, premiere peacefully with my perfect glass of wine. That sounds like heaven. Cultivate that vibe with us- usual wines. Usual wines are wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, so it's a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. There's no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't finish the bottle. Because of the single serve format and bottle design, usual is always fresh. You'll have no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. The usual wines are low carb and they have zero grams of sugar. They have a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have usual spritz, a low alcohol, a low, a low alcohol, low calorie wine spritzer that's just made of sparkling wine and guava juice. It's like a white cloth for grown-ups. Each of them have just 83 calories. If you want to check out their website, usualwines.com, you can use promo code TOAST for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Usual Wines is the perfect way to unwind, and it really does solve, like, the universal problem of, like, not wanting to open another bottle, but, like, needing another glass and having, like, one glass of wine is just, like, not enough. So 6.3 ounces is everything of the sort, and you should check out usualwines.com and make sure to use the promo code TOAST for $8 off your first order so you can try your first glass on us. All of the wines are made in AVAs, like, Uh, Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Barbara, and they are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives. That's usualwines.com, promo code TOAST. Love it. Okay, now we have some new relationship news. Casey Musgraves cozies up to her rumored new boyfriend, Dr. Gerald Anuoha. It looks like Casey Musgraves has found love again. The singer was spotted cozying up to her rumored new boyfriend in pictures exclusively obtained by Page Six and then posted to the Morning Toast Instagram. While it is unclear whether Musgraves and Dr. Gerald are officially dating, the pair were spotted embracing in L.A. on Sunday as they waited for an Uber. Um, the Grammy Celebrities winner, are just like us. The Grammy winner kept her casual with a blue striped tracksuit and bell-bottom pants, while Dr. Gerald wore a Canadian tuxedo for the occasion. So then she posted on her Instagram story a selfie of the two of them. Oh, she did? Thus, I think, getting out and confirming. Oh, yeah, they're definitely official. There's the selfie. Oh, so cute. So stunning. So, like, I don't know who this man is, but I'm so happy for Casey Musgraves. Like, she's just, you know, been through it love-wise. Yes, he is a doctor at the HCA Healthcare in Nashville. He practices internal medicine, according to his LinkedIn page. We absolutely love a doctor daddy. You know what I love? Doctor. You know what I love? What? I love when a celebrity dates someone, and in order to find out information about them, we have to go to LinkedIn. Wholesome. No, like real person. Yep. Job with a job, just like Henry Cavill's girlfriend yesterday. Wait, literally, Casey Musgraves' new boyfriend is boy with a job. 
Yeah. Well, he's a doctor, actually. He's Dr. Fitchman with a job. I'm so happy for her. These pictures were so cute. Um, he lives in Nashville, which is so great. I wonder if they just like met out at a restaurant. Like, how does the, it's so rare when a celebrity dates like a civilian. How do they meet? Maybe she know. went to see him for like, you know, a problem. Maybe. Or maybe she was like in the hospital for, a, you know, a personal reason. Or maybe she was visiting some people, singing songs for them. Right, Celebrities right. go to hospitals. Like, who knows? Maybe they met on a dating app. Imagine. For, for young professionals. Yeah. Young professionals in the Nashville area. Yeah. I'm just so happy for her that she's seems to be in love yeah I mean I was hoping for her to like date someone famous because like I just love when celebrities date other celebrities but also I'm such a big Casey fan like I truly just want her to be happy and it looks like she's found just that yeah truly truly does so all aboard on this ship choop choop no no what did sound does the boat make (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um speaking of another couple that you might have forgotten about Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song welcome a bebe. I could never forget about them, like ever. Macaulay Culkin and girlfriend Brenda Song are parents. The couple welcomed their first child together, son Dakota Song Culkin, on April 5th in LA. We're overjoyed, the couple said in a statement. Named after his um, late sister who just passed away. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, a lot of people like don't even know that these two are dating, like the kid from Home Alone and London Tipton. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't know either until I was faced with such a harsh reality. Me and Ben went to WWE SummerSlam at Barclays Center like three years ago. And we had gotten like these fancy like passes and we were like shuffled in through the back. And there was like this VIP room for like, you know, celebrities like us. And Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song were in there. And me and Ben were like, that is Home Alone and that is London Tipton. And they were like holding hands the whole time and they had this like posse. And me and Ben were like, are they dating and ever since then like I've known that they're dating but like most people do not know this fun fact because they're very private no and I also feel like every you know few years there's a story about them in the news they're spotted out and so you remember and then you forget again and then the next story comes up and it's like oh my god they're dating like I did know that but I forgot it no and like in my mind I'm still living in like 2009 when like Brenda Song was dating Trey Cyrus and Macaulay Culkin was dating Mila Kunis (gasps) yes like that's where I'm just kind of like living permanently and I'm not really upset about it either yeah well that's why every time there's news about these two it's like groundbreaking it's like the first time it feels like the first time i have a bruise like in my middle finger like it's not a bruise it's like a pain it probably like you have a bruiser it's probably an issue like a full-time tendonitis maybe it's tendonitis and it like always hurts my middle finger and i just snapped and it hurt you know what i had such one time I had such a bad case of tendonitis. I thought that I might have gout because it happens in like your limb, like your thumbs and toes, right? Yeah, toe. Oh, well then, never mind. I went to the doctor. My right thumb, it was pain. I was like, I That's could... That's carpal tunnel. No, it wasn't. I was like, I could literally die from this. It was tendonitis. I put it in a uh, sl- slint. What's it called? Splint. Thank you. Splint. <laughs> I put it in a splint and I slept with it for one night and literally the next morning it was crazy like how a little piece of metal can change your life get a splint from Dwayne Reed like it will really change your life okay but what do you think it's from like why now why this finger I just like I wouldn't worry about like the the cause I would just worry about the treatment like get yourself a splint okay but like if you don't know what happened you're bound to keep letting it happen but if you could just keep fixing it like why does it matter no I think that you need to know the cause I mean you You need to know where I went to like a fancy hand doctor if you want his number and he diagnosed me with tendonitis no, I mean, I'll try to splint. I'm really not in the mood to, like, deal with it. But it's just, like, it's fucking weird. No, you can literally buy a splint at Dwayne Reed, and it's, like, medical grade. And it was so life-changing. I, I can't 
praise the splint community enough. No, and I know that someone's going to like let me know what, what you have. Yeah. Right. So thank you to Dr. Toasters. And congratulations to Macaulay Culkin and uh, Brenda, Brenda Song. Song. We'd love to see it. Now our fifth and final story, some really exciting news that you already knew, but I'm hearing it. For the first time, hurting my finger while snap <laughs> feels. I'll get oh. the snaps. Okay. Should I keep singing? I think it's okay. Okay. Maybe <laughs> later. Powerpuff Girls live action in CW Pilot's first look. So the Powerpuff Girls are coming to TV live action starring Dove Cameron as Bubbles, Chloe Bennett as Blossom, and Yana Peralt as Buttercup. I think this is so exciting. Yeah, I like never really got into Powerpuff Girls like watching it as a television show, you know? Yeah, no, we didn't really watch Powerpuff Girls, but I just, I Appreciated like, the aesthetic. I appreciate the aesthetic. Like, I like the vibes, and now they make for some really funny memes. Yeah, no, <laughs> Yeah. So I'm really excited about this. And again, I probably won't watch um, like everything else that we report on that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's talk talk about the CW for a minute, you know? Okay, let's talk about it. They've had such like interesting phases. Like I feel like when we were younger, first of all, the CW used to be the WB, correct? Yeah. And that was like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like sort of, because with CW11 from WB11, I don't think it's like a rebrand. I think it's like they took over the channel. Okay, that's literally a rebrand. Uh. It was WB and UPN, and then and they merged. It made the CW. CW. Oh, I guess that the makes CW sense. CW was so amazing. You know, I feel like they have, like, really good years, you know? And, like, when Riverdale first debuted, like, they were, like, killing it. And now, like, I cannot believe Riverdale is still on. Like, what are those kids doing in Vancouver? No, the CW is still doing well. I Gossip Girl, 90210, like, we're all on when on the CW when we were in high school. And, like, that was, like, the channel to be. Now, for me, it's, like, I immediately go to Bravo. But, like, when I was a kid, of I would course. immediately go to CW. But that's because, like, you're an older woman now. And the kids, I think, are, yeah, I said it. Did you just yep, call me I did. Old? And the kids are still going to CW, I think. And I know you don't watch Riverdale anymore, but do you? a lot of people do. I, I watch at the end of each season. Like, I'll spend a day binging it because I can't deal with the cliffhangers of, like, yeah. the, of silliness. Stuff. Yeah, but I think that the CW is in a good season right now. I think Powerpuff Girls will be a great addition. Also, um, everyone keeps telling me to watch the show Rain, which is a CW show based on, like, the story of Mary, Queen of Scots, but it's, like, Drama gossip girl. Oh vibe. no, that like so, that like kind of um, like cheapens. Yes, it. yeah. The so I don't know if I'm gonna watch it, but literally so many people have told me to, so maybe I will. Um, also, the CW Seed, which is where they host all the old shows, is also a really good platform. What is it called? CW Seed. I recently rewatched. It's like an app. Yeah, I rewatched Privilege on it, <gasps> and it was so fucking good. Was it so fucking good? I love Joanna Swisher. So fucking good. If you have CWC, which I think it's free, I had to watch commercials. Um, treat yourself. Oh my Even god! Even though it's one season, it ends on a cliffhanger. I know, but um, I would also rewatch Nine Hundred Two like the Shailene. You know what? Not Shailene Woodley. Shanae Grimes. Yes, it wasn't. It was good when it was on. But it wasn't even that good. Not good enough to watch again. Okay, but like I think it's worth rewatching just to see Sarah Foster play. Naomi's sister, Jen. I know. And like Naomi put the show on her back. Naomi put the fucking show on her motherfucking back. Justice for Annalyn McCord. And I can't like the show was meh really. But like it came at a good time and it was like good vibes, whatever. But like the amount of anxiety I had when um, Annie killed a man. Oh, the homeless man. She had to like it was turned out to be like Jasper's dad. Dad. Like, I shouldered so much of that anxiety for her of, like, living your life, <laughs> going to school, like, knowing that you killed knowing a man. Knowing the secret, yeah. And and so, like, I just don't want to go back That there. was a really dark storyline. Like, she was really so upset about something line. and she she's driving. She couldn't tell anyone. Yeah. And, like, 
It was just horrible. And then the only person she like found solace in was Jasper. And then like when she found out that like it was literally his dad that she fucking killed. Like that was horrible. It was too much for the kids. No, you're right. I actually remember that. That was so dark. It was so dark. I just like, I feel like we all shouldered that. Yeah. And then like there was just like so much going on with like Dixon and Meghan Markle. Like there was just like a lot going on. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on with Adriana. And then <gasps> oh she, my God. I forgot about her. Uh-huh, and then she went to Hallmark. She's literally like the prettiest girl ever. Mm-hmm. What's her? Jessica Loudis. Loudis. Yeah. Love yeah. for her. So um, there's a lot going on and I don't want to go back there. Yeah, no, I feel that 100%. But good good, good to know about CW Seed. Like yeah. you can get in the app store. Yeah, and they have so many shows. Like shows that probably weren't even on the CW but like are CW vibes. Love that. Yeah. Um, I have a little Kelly's Mindless News if you don't mind. I mean, I never mind. I mean, it's, it's breaking Mindless News. Hit me. Well, it's brought to you by pros. There's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to your shampoo and conditioner. We need products that are suited for our unique needs and don't leave us disappointed. Thanks to our personalized Pros shampoo and conditioner, we have fallen in love with our hair again. Pros knows there's more than to you. There's more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million cons- consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how we got started. So we love a quiz over here. It makes us feel so seen and it really like it's true like not everyone has the same hair needs my hair gets like really dry it's super textured it's very thick and humid so like i shouldn't be having the same shampoo as you a hundred percent the quiz is so in-depth they really get to the root of what you need yeah they like even ask you what your eating habits are because it can all affect your hair like what kind of city you live in environmental factors like it's so long-winded and then they also ask you like what you want to gain from a shampoo like do you want something with a smell what kind of smell i literally got my pros shampoo conditioner and pre-shampoo mask and it's so amazing I feel like my hair has been super shiny yeah it has and I just I love pros so with their algorithm there are over 50 billion formula combinations pros has determined a unique blend of ingredients to treat our exact concerns and if you're not 100% positive it pros is the best hair care you've had they will take the products back no questions asked pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today go to pros.com slash toast that's p-r-o-s-e dot com slash toast for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. So today's uh, Kelly's today's Kelly's mindless news like the 4th of July. Kelly's mindless news is a parody segment. This is in no way affiliated with Kelly Ripper or her family, friends, and anyone associated with Kelly Ripper. We apologize in advance for any offense we may cause. Um, it's from a new outlet. Usually we pick up from Hello Magazine, which is like a British tabloid that like literally would write about like the color of Kelly Ripa's couch. Like, they've literally done that. But today, we have something from a more reputable site, which is really disappointing. Pure Wow. Live with Kelly and Ryan made a major change to the morning show this week. Okay. Kelly Ripa. I love morning show change news. No, and it's major. Wow, okay. Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest are welcoming a brand new member to the Live with Kelly and Ryan team. This week, the co-hosting duo introduced their new announcer for the morning show, media personality and radio host Deja Vu. On Thursday and Friday, Friday, the producers of Live shared behind-the-scenes clips featuring the new announcer introducing the episodes of the show. After she revealed the date, she stated, and now here are Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest. During today's backstage footage, the 50-year-old television personality and her 45-year-old co-host opened up about how excited they were for Deja Vu to join the team. It's so much fun watching you say our names because I know it's RQ, Seacrest said. (laughs) 
in the clip before Rip added, as you know, change happens glacially around here. So I'm excited. So it's major, major fucking news. That they have a new announcer. New announcer. And like literally when she says Kelly's name, that's when Ryan knows. That's their cue. And it's just so interesting to see how TV works, you know? Someone announces, and, you know, I wouldn't necessarily think, like, here's Kelly and Ryan means that Kelly and Ryan are are coming. But thanks to this article, I now know that once Deja Vu says Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest, that means that the show begins. It's really, it's magic how they make those things work. (laughs) Like, it's rocket science. (laughs) No, no, it's so... Like, it's so cool of Pure Route to kind of give us, like, a behind-the-scenes no, like, look at how, like, the sauce gets made. A hundred percent. It's movie magic. It's brilliant, and I'm just so grateful to not only Pure Route, but the Kelly's Mindless News segment for teaching me, like, things about the TV world that I didn't know. Maybe, like, we could implement some of those learnings at our morning show. Like, maybe if someone announced us, like, we would know it was time. Right, and, like, maybe if someone announced us, like, we would know it's our show, and, like, that's all she wrote. And that it's no one else's and pencils down. Yeah, so, I don't know, I just thought, like... That was a really interesting piece of kind of like television news and something I feel like I couldn't go on with my day without really kind of examining. No, and nor could the toasters. I don't think that they could have gone on with their day. And that's the point of this show is like to... The news you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And there's literally no fucking doubt in my entire mind that like you did not need to know this. You did need to know it. You did need to know this. Sorry. Yes, Yes, I agree. I feel inspired. Like I'm ready to take on the day. 100%. WW. KRD, what would Kelly Ripa do? She would do something mindless and then have an article written about it. That's what she'd do. And you know what? We have no choice but to respect the craft. Respect the craft. Relevancy for 50 years. For 50 years. And again, we just can't stress enough. Kelly's Mindless News has absolutely nothing to do with Kelly Ripa. Is in no way affiliated with Kelly or any members of her family, friend, or morning show. Yeah, no. I mean, I think a lot of people probably thought like it was like sponsored by Live with Kelly and Ryan, but it's not. Because we give them so... Oh, TPG was actually on Live with Kelly and Ryan this morning. Oh my God. What was he... Talking, you know, spring travel tips, like traveling in the pandemic. Any tips that we need to know about? Um, I mean, the number one tip from the points guy that like really changed my life is like once you accrue points like from a credit card, do not use the portal like from the credit card from chase.com like or like transfer it to the hotel partner, to the airline partner. They're more valuable that way. Mm. So I'm sure there's more to it, but that was like kind of the one big takeaway. That is an interesting takeaway. Also, something that's interesting is next time you see us, merch will be live at shopmorningtoast.com. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Tomorrow, 100% collection. You 100% need to get it. So here's what we have. We have the three phone cases. There'll be pictures on our Instagram, The Morning Toast, um, today. So you'll see all the products, but we have three phone cases. Jackie's wearing the pink one. I have the black one. And then there's also like a teal that matches my sweatshirt. My outfit right now is a set. It has pants that say hundred percent on the leg. It's teal. It has pockets. I love this one. I'm wearing it in an extra large. And the one I wore yesterday was the black set in an extra large. No pockets in that one. The green one has the pockets. Yes. And then this pink sweater is a standalone item. No pants. And it's just like the cutest thing to, for your spring wardrobe and we have mugs and these are the big mugs like I think from now on we fully transitioned all of our mugs to be the big ass mugs because people loved the redheads one I love a big ass mug and I feel so strongly that all of our mugs going for scale should be a big ass mug yeah this is a BAM big ass you don't want to have to worry about like things spilling like you just like to have more than enough space in your mug and fun fact nearly an entire can of Diet Coke fits in here because that's what's in here that is extremely fun and then we also have our dad baseball cap 
says 100%, sickening the scalp down. It's black. It's everything of the sort. Like, if you're a runner, she's a runner. She's a... Oh, we need to talk about my TikTok time limit yesterday. Mm. I put it on for an hour. And, and, and at I 5.30, it. I hit my limit. And it was really good. I did go back on twice for a few minutes. So I ended up at an hour and 20 minutes, which is very good for that me. That is very good. And um, it's still on today, but last night I couldn't sleep. And so at like 12, I was on TikTok for like 20 minutes. So I'm already at 20 minutes this morning and I haven't even been on it since I woke up. Well, that's just something you need to consider. I did spend more time on other platforms like Instagram and Twitter, but I do think like I was more productive yesterday because like I... Like, it definitely helps. Like, I recommend it. And for everyone asking how to do it, just go to your screen time app and you could set limits for any app. I think it's great. Yes, like, you went to Reels and Twitter, but, like, those places are more boring. And so, eventually, you'll, I spent be, less time. you'll be left with, with nothing else to look at and maybe you'll get off your phone. I just feel like today I didn't have that much to offer to the show because, like, all of my interesting factoids, like, I literally get from TikTok. Well, maybe if you start being more intentional with your time on TikTok, they'll start serving you, like... The best premium, the, best. the That's creme true. de la creme, which means cream. I know some of you guys are from New Jersey. <laughs> Love a Jackie quotes my comedy special <laughs> available to stream on Amazon Prime for free. It's called Disgrace Queen, and it's actually free. So enjoy. Enjoy. Um, I do believe. That's, That's all she, all she wrote. wrote. Yep. Yeah. I believe as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for hump day and for the merch drop. So don't miss out. ShopMorningToast.com at 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. See ya. Goodbye. 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 Bye. 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 Bye.